Hello, everybody. Welcome to the SideQuest Podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm BJ. And, uh, it, it's weird because, uh, so this, this episode came out, it was like a day after Bungie was acquired by Sony. Yeah. And, uh, this was literally one of the things we talked about of like, look, it's, it's, you know, there's good and bad things of the Microsoft acquisition. One of them, one of the bads being consolidation. Yeah. And, uh, not, uh, literally not like two weeks and it's boom, here you go. Sony bought Bungie. Yeah, I feel like every time I say something isn't going to happen on the podcast, it happens the very next day. Um, so I, I will never receive unconditional love from a chick with big thighs and a fat ass. That will never happen. Watch, this is the one time. <laughs> this is the one time where it's like, God dang it. No, you, you get unconditional love from a fucking just pole. <laughs> hey. I'll take it. <laughs> as long as it's a pole with a hole. Uh, that reminded I dude, I had I had like a, a thought the other day because I was just like bored and I was like, bro, I wanna I wanna go on Tinder, match with a girl. Not even like mean to like there's no intention of actually dating, but do the whole like show hole thing. Just <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. So for context, Luke asked me once what the best strategy on Tinder was, and I said, before you say hi, before you say how are you doing anything, just say show hole. So far, I'm, I'm, I don't have any results for that yet, but who knows? Maybe one day in this podcast, I'll have something. Yeah, I'm rooting for you. It was one of those things where when you said that, I, le- I legit was like, he's joking. You're like, no, I'm being serious. <laughs> Just say it. See what happens. It's a fun little experiment because sometimes it fails horrendously and sometimes it's a big success. Yeah. So, so yeah, there you go. But, um... I don't know where I was going with that. Bungie, yeah. So that happened, obviously, um, related to Bungie. The Halo show got a trailer. Yeah. Did you see it? I didn't see it, but Paramount Plus has been sending me so many notifications about it. So yeah, that that's out now, and it's coming out in March. So the show, I think March 24th, um, which means March is kind of booked it's, uh, for like film stuff, for me at least. It's got Batman, Jujutsu Kaisen, Halo... And then, is it is Elden Ring March or is it February? I think it's March. I could be wrong. Maybe it's late February. Point is, we we we're start we're gonna start getting into the point where we're gonna have a lot of content to talk about. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I think one of the plans is, uh, I'm gonna once I think tickets go on sale. I don't know if they're on yet, but my plan is to to get us all Jujutsu Kaisen tickets and we'll go see that. Hell yeah, that'll be my first Jujutsu Kaisen experience. I'm very interested to see, because you'll go from that, and then pro- if you like it, watch the show. Yeah. And, because uh, I, so I, I read Volume Zero, which is what the movie's based on, and I'm like, I, in, in my head as I'm reading, I'm like, oh, I exactly see how this is going to be animated. I mm-hmm. cannot wait for some of the fight scenes and some of the things, because, like, it is one of those, Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen is one of those shows that every time... I think about it, I get more into it, which I realize now, like, because I'm always reading it, I'm like, man, there's something about this mm. that is nostalgic, and I have no idea why, and I was I was on I was on the internet, you know, as you do. After just seeing that one trailer, I know for a fact that it's just the Bleach vibes. <laughs> well, and so here's the thing, uh, I think it's Geji Aku- Akuma, I think is his name, um, yeah, straight up was like, yeah, no, Bleach is my favorite manga, and I went, 
I knew why I liked this. <laughs> that's I knew why exactly why I liked this. <laughs> that's why you motherfuckers need to realize that Bleach is the big three, pretty much, because it inspired that Demon Slayer, and there's like one more, but it's basically inspired the new age biggest well, selling mangas. The thing with 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 Bleach and like it realistically out of the big three, it did the the worst in quotes, but like it still did insane. Yeah, I and mean then, it's top three, so and then it's but then at the same time it's like I feel like most Bleach was for the edgy kids when they were in middle school and then when they grew up they kind of got out of the edginess and but then really got into like the other things that Kubo's good at, which is character design and development. Yeah. Because yeah, I will admit when I was a kid it was just like, oh this is cool. They all got swords. And like all the sword forms were fucking sick. Mm-hmm. But then like you start like I'm rewatching it, I'm almost uh through the like the last main arc there's like the or at least until i get to the full bring so but um it is yeah like when you start like watching it and like or reading it the shonen parts of it which is like the hype battles mm-hmm. are some of the hype shit because every time you're like okay so who's got a cool power up and one of the things that they do really well that Jujutsu Kaisen is also doing really well, is there's no power ceiling. Yeah. Like, there isn't a guaranteed, this is the top of it, and then when they reach that, these mangaka have to now go above it and put a new power ceiling. Bleach just kind of went, you can kind of go as far as you can go. Some people hit a limit, some don't. We'll see. And, you know, obviously as a shonen fan, you know Ichigo's going to hit the highest limit he can get. Of course. Um, But... Seeing the fact that like side characters hit those limits a lot, where it's like like Chad, uh, you know, in in the beginning just gets this cool demon arm that's like a shield. Yeah. And then when he goes to Waco Mundo, he gets the white demon arm that's like the the offensive one. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, hold up. Like Orihime's powers are really cool, and like how they kind of continue on. Um, Uryu being the the one Quincy of the group, and like how he like loses his powers and then gets them back. And I'm like, this is fucking sick. And then. That's not even counting. Like, one of the most epic moments for me um, is when some of the Bleach characters are fighting a wrong card in the world of the living, and they're losing. And then they get, a, they get like, a message, and it says, hey, the limiters are coming off. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm. And then they just body. <laughs> Immediate. Like, it's, in, it's no, like no hesitation. Hitsugaya just goes ham. All, all of the characters just are like, oh, cool. I don't have to hold back. Like, I'm, my power isn't being held down. All right, sick. And I'm like, that's that's so sick. Like, that's so cool. And Jujutsu Kaisen has that in spades where, like, you think you know, like, because obviously uh, in Jujutsu Kaisen, Gojo is, like, the top-tier guy. And as you read it or watch it, you're like, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's the ceiling. And then now you're wondering, well... Like yeah, he's still the most powerful, but like you can you start looking at certain characters and go, but that might be a problem, and yeah. it, and it's like all right, cool. So like they they do a really good job there of like as a shonen fan, you can kind of see where it goes. Another thing about Bleach, and I'll get off my Bleach high horse here in a second. Uh, out of all of the the big three mangaka, he's he's the only one who's made a successful spinoff. Yeah, with Burn the Witch. <laughs> yeah, I I need to watch that because the trailer you showed me was absolutely beautiful. I, I love I love Burn the Witch. That's one of my favorite, uh, like newer manga, and it, it, one of it's just 
fucking character design. Like, again, this man knows how to design his characters. Also, one of the few anime anime men who doesn't draw racist, stereotypical people people of color. True. <laughs> so, good good on him for that. But, um, yeah, like, what was it? Samurai 8 was uh, Naruto's creator's next manga, and it flopped hard. Yeah, I think um, so. Oda has only done One Piece, so... There's that. Yeah, he hasn't had time to spin it off. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's one of those things where like I think I think now especially it seems that like Kubo's getting recognition that have I you, think he deserves. Have you read the um the first chapter or two of the uh the new manga by the FMA creator? Uh no. What is the what's the name? It fuck, I don't even know. Was it on Shonen Jump or no? No. Okay. Like it's it's still very new, like just a couple of chapters in. Okay. But the uh, the main guy kind of looks like a grown up Al, ooh, and it's like the art obviously is going to be amazing, mm-hmm. but um, it seems to be kind of like a uh, a feudal Japan mixed with like technology kind of thing. Okay, seems very interesting. I need to read up on it. I I like I like seeing what some of these like uh, I started reading Chojin X, which is uh, Ashida's thing he did after Tokyo Ghoul. And uh, it's it's pretty good, but it's it's one of those where like now that he's done with Tokyo Ghoul, he's now doing this one on his own time, and mm-hmm. I'm like ah okay cool. So we're not gonna see these updated regularly. Yeah. Got it. Um, but um, it's the same with Burn the Witch. Burn the Witch came out in 2017, and it's just now getting its part two. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the nature of it. They've gotten their money and they never need money again yeah. for the rest of their lives. Well, that's, that's the best thing with the big three. And like, that's why I wonder like, why doesn't Oda just end it? He's like, obviously loves these characters or he just loves the money. But like this man just will not stop doing one piece. Yeah. I mean, he, he clearly has a passion for it because he keeps expanding this world and adding characters and new elements and everything. I watched a five hour, listen to a five hour video of the one piece lore. And I'm like, what the fuck? I happened. I did something very similar, but um, like in Japan, like you know how they have like Pokemon centers and everything. Yeah. They have One Piece stores now, I so figured, yeah, I think I, the money is a part of it. But well, I, I, One Piece is one of those where like the day it ends, like it's got to have the most satisfying ending. Yeah, and like that's kind of my thing is it's gone on so long now that that ending better hold up because if that ending sucks. So many people are going to be upset that they spent over a thousand chapters reading this bitch. And it's like, ah, we're almost to a thousand one hundred right now in chapters. But um, did I ever tell you about the day that Naruto ended? No, I was a senior in high school and uh, me, my friend Colby and this girl that I was seeing at the time, we're all like super into Naruto and uh, we were like, okay, the last chapter comes out this day. Let's all wear black and like the ninja headbands. And I was a senior in high school carrying around a backpack that looked like Gara's gourd. And uh, it was it was fucking sick. But I think a lot of people made fun of us. But it was fun. I mean, at you know, you get... fuck them. Yeah. You know? Here we are doing a podcast about this kind of shit. <laughs> I have a memory doing? of yeah. this day Naruto ended, but not the people that would have made fun of me. Did you see the death battle about uh, Aizen versus Madara? No, but that sounds amazing. It's not. Oh. Uh, and again, part of it is probably my Bleach fandom. So, but it's. Do you care if I tell you who wins? I mean, I'm sure you it's Madara. And it's for well, some reason. It's, well, that's that's why I was like, I'm like, wait, but why? 
Because I'm like, don't get me wrong, Madara's a great villain. I think he's super powerful. But, like, the things Aizen can do, like, alone without being, like, a god. Yeah. Like, already he shows that he's one of the most powerful Soul Reapers just in the show because his Zompok Toes thing is illusions. Mm-hmm. He can make anybody see whatever he wants. And I'm like, already, that's the most OP shit. Yeah. How the fuck? <laughs> and like, then he gets like the Hogyoku and the God shit and all the other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, like Ichigo had to literally kill off his Soul Reaper identity to kill him and not even kill him. Yeah. Like that's, that's what gets me about that. Sorry. I spoiled bleach for everybody out there. Um, but it's, you didn't even, I, whatever. You, it's you been can, a long time well, since also, this you, happened. You can see like, yeah, it was also like, you can, it's one of the things where you kind of go, yeah, I can see where this is going. So, like, it's not that big of a spoiler. And it's yeah. a shonen. It happens. Everybody knows that it keeps going after that. So, obviously, yeah. Ichigo wins. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, I watched it and I'm like, don't don't be a don't be a bitter Bleach fan. Don't be a bitter Bleach fan. Do not be a... And I'm like, I was so close to literally typing, like, hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but, like, it... it dude, I hate the, the power leveling fight shit. Me too. That's that's why Dragon Ball got really bland after a while for me. Because it's like, after original Dragon Ball, it was all just kind of mysterious. You know, Goku kept getting stronger. There was really no, like, way to quantify it. Yeah. And you get into Z, and it's like, all right, Super Saiyan, that's the top. And they're like, all right, everyone has reached the top. What's next? Super Saiyan 2. All right, everybody's done that. That's old shit. Super Saiyan 3? And then they're like, okay, well, we got to stop the series now. We can't go any higher. And then they're like, a couple years later... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Red, blue, green. <laughs> Broly. <laughs> like Gold. Uh, yeah, like, dude, it's getting to the point, like, and it, it's why I hate having discussions about anime with people, because, you know, like, we, we joked about this when we went to, uh, for your birthday dinner, or no, not birthday dinner, sorry, uh, the uh, Halloween at uh, mm. Twin Peaks, yeah. where it was like, Sailor Moon could beat all these, and then, like, in my head, uh, I immediately was like, yeah, but does Sailor Moon have spiritual pressure? <laughs> and I'm like, God, I hate myself for that. I saw a video on TikTok yesterday that was like, Shinra from Fire Force can body anyone in anime. And I was like, no. Dingy would like a word. Dude, like, that's another thing. Dingy can't die. Like, yeah. Chainsaw Man just un- un- basically is unfair because he'll just come back. And then because he's dingy, he'll just be petty about it and find a way to win that's like the the worst way to win. And he's like, ha ha, loser. And if he gets you, no one will even remember how powerful you were. Yeah. You remember, you remember the Nazis? No, I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Asta? I don't know. Like, I would have liked to see the Nazi devil, though. That would have been just interesting. Hitler. <laughs> it's just Hitler. That's all it is. People, like his, With his little shit stain above his lip. No, I... That's that's another thing too is like, I, I that I hate because it's like realistically nobody gives a shit because it's like these two people aren't gonna fight. Yeah. But what if they did? And I'm like, okay, if we're gonna take real world logic, right? Like, really, if they all had their powers, Asta is like, would you consider ninjutsu and like chakra to be magic? No. So then Asta. It's all like quantifiable physical things. So, so then Asta can't stop any of Naruto's moves like he can in his world, right? So then let's take, uh, like, Jujutsu Kaisen, which you haven't seen, but, like, the domain expansions and the curse stuff. You look at that, and you're like, okay, like, pretty much any modern shonen and previous shonen could wipe the floor with everyone in Demon Slayer. 
Yeah, because by a technicality, course. they're just swordsmen. All that f crazy shit is just for effect. Mm -hmm. They don't actually do that. And so it's like, oh yeah, Ichigo, Naruto, Luffy. Like, those three body most modern shonen just because they've had the years to get there. Now, I also think that it has to deal with whose world are they fighting in because it's like an Infinity Gauntlet situation. Yeah. You take it to another universe, it's not going to work. Like, if you take chakra out of the naruto universe you're not gonna have chakra. it's not really gonna work yeah in like another universe so you have to you have to pull a jump force shit where it's somehow everything works in the modern world i guess yeah but like that's another thing too and it's uh, there's I, I need to show you this tiktok but he was literally saying like how he, he literally said like ichigo and most of the captains probably solo every single universe just because of spiritual pressure alone yeah because it's in canon that if you don't have spiritual pressure you can die being in in contact like just standing next to someone who has an absurd amount of it yeah and it's like that's one of the weirdest and what makes that one interesting is like so chakra right that that one doesn't really work in other worlds but every world has a spirit realm of some sort yeah and so i'm i'm i've, I've looked at that to where i think goku's the only one who could legit like fight in bleach's world just because like he's been to a spirit world he knows how that works and all he has to do is scream loud enough, and he'll just push through it. But, like, anyway, enough of the fucking anime talk. <laughs> we did this last week. Well, we have an anime podcast recorded that we'll put out at some point, but... That's a good one. Um, what have you been playing? Uh, I've pretty much only been playing one game. Same. Um, since last week, I went home, and I pretty much just waited on this to get to my house. I um I got a shipping notification from the Pokemon company that was like, hey, your order's going to be late. It might be there like February 8th. And I was like, I'm going to kill myself. And then after I got that, I went and opened my door to let my dog in, and it was just sitting on my doorstep. And I was like, okay, sick. So opened it up. I got the little cute little Arceus plushie and Pokemon Legends, obviously. Yep. Um, And I fucking love it. It's like... It's everything that I don't like about Pokemon, like, reversed. <laughs> so, like, you can catch the starters. Well, the original starters. I haven't found the uh, this game's starters yet outside you, of my You're able own. to catch them. Yes. Because the whole point is you can catch every one of them. There's only 286, I think, yeah. uh, with forms and stuff. But, yeah. So, but, yeah, the... it. Go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. But, like, the way you fill out the Pokedex and catching gives you EXP, catching gives you, like, new research on the Pokemon because you have different specimens to look at. Like, the size differences in Pokemon are more noticeable. Um, I saw a tweet that was, like, Pokemon knew what they were doing, and it was Lopunny and Gardevoir being really tall and big. I caught that Lopunny and named it Mommy. Yeah. No, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to find a Lopunny and just be very, very uh, inappropriate with it. It's in the uh, the first area, right past the Bidoof Dam. If you go right on that beach, there's like a, a honey forest with a bunch of combies, and she's like at the very end of that little outcrop. Is it the alpha one? Yeah. Okay. Because I I, 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 I catch or caught the alpha parasect, uh, Staravia, Cricketune? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I didn't catch the, the barrel, but I caught those three just because I had heavy balls, and I snuck on them and just back hit them. Yeah. And was like, hell yeah, fuck you. I'm not fighting you. <laughs> I like doing that, too, because it makes you feel even skilled in, like, the stealth aspects. So it's it's a very gratifying, like, play loop. 
the the gameplay of this game is different enough but there are some things where once you get used to it you're like man they can never go back and one of those is absolutely the fucking move list yeah the fact that you can switch out moves in between battles like so you can go oh i know i'm gonna fight this guy uh, he's a fire type. Let me make sure I have water type moves on some of these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. He's genius. So for those who don't, I guess, understand how that works, is you have your four moves you can learn, obviously, but then your your Pokemon will just keep learning moves. Yeah, and you can just from your pause menu go to change moves on your Pokemon. Yeah, and so it, it makes, to me, it makes strategy so much more fun because now I can, I can literally, one, keep a team that's all monotype, and then because you can actually buy moves or, mm-hmm. or like whatever and have them learn it, I'm like, oh, this is great. This yeah. is amazing. And so I can, if I wanted to, and I, depending on how long this game is, I might do a monotype run at some point. Because yeah, this game is good. Yeah. There are there are glaring issues with it, but this game is good. Yeah, and, for sure. Like it's it's just refreshing. I think it's not like the perfect experience, but. All the little quality of life changes they've done and the exploration, like, it's amazing. And uh, one thing that I really wanted to mention is that you don't have to trade Pokemon to evolve anymore. You just get, like, an item, and that's amazing. I am glad to know that's a thing because I knew from the get-go, I was about to ask you when you got here, be like, hey, um, I'm going to need a a Gengar, so run that shit. (laughs) Get you a Haunter and then um, the Link Cable item, and you're good. Sick. Um, I, where I'm at, I just beat Cleaver, and then I got the Spiritome Rock, so that's where I'm at, so I'm just getting to the new area. I'm, um, quite farther than you, I think. Yeah, well, you've, I, I was in Kentucky when I bought it. True. So, I, I didn't really have time to play it until the ride home, and then, like, yesterday, and I worked yesterday, so I haven't had time. Today's the only day off, so I played a lot this morning, but, um, yeah, it's good. Um, I'm gonna say this right now, do not tell me if I'm right. I feel like Volo's a dick, and he's somehow a bad guy. Is that that's the... that's the Cynthia bro? That's very clearly dude Cynthia. So I've gotten that vibe too. I think I and it's because he's so hype over the plates that I got, and I'm like, you are either going to save me at the end, or you're the villain. There, there's a lot of points where he shows up in places where you're like, why are you here? Like I got, I got that like from the second meeting where I'm like, okay, I have no, I have no idea why he keeps showing up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so obviously he's got something to do. And I was thinking like Colrus from like black and white too, where he's like a bad guy, but just kind of in it for his own reasons. Yeah. But now I'm like a hundred percent. Oh, he, he knows too much about this fucking ancient shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what, what's your deal dog? So I think he's a villain. Um, but, uh, this game has introduced some top tier waifus. Yeah, I'm gonna be completely honest. I saw a list of like all the characters, like some of the new characters, and I went, "Ooh, you know, this is the one Pokemon game you could have said, hey, romance." <laughs> that would have been great, and I think it actually would have fit well in that game. Well, and they, they actually, this is the only, by the way, the only game that outright states you're 15. Good. Like straight up, they're like, like, cause uh, Silene, uh, which is Cyrus's ancestor. I got bad vibes from her at first, just because of. No she eyebrows. is, but like also so just, far, she seems to be okay. Also, just no eyebrows, bruh. Yeah, I have I have bad vibes from Rowan's descendant, the captain. Oh yeah, Kamado. Oh, full I full on. I'm like he's gonna turn. I mean, it, 
I, I get bad vibes about the whole thing because you're literally the predecessor to Team Galaxy. Well, that yeah, I mean that there's that, but like a lot of the characters are just pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like there's a very like, like what was it? Um, the one I just got to the captain was like, because we were talking about the the girl in the next like the next place that I'm about to go see in Salacian Cave or whatever, and he's like. She, gosh, she's so stuck in her ways. I mean, uh, very respectfully, uh, old timing. And I'm like, you good, dog? (laughs) But, no, yeah, this game, I think this game's good. Let me know what you think about the third area, because it's by far from a story standpoint and just from, like, the environment, my absolute favorite. I'm very excited to see how the legendaries play into this, because I know Palkia and Dialga in the game, just based on fucking pearl and diamonds clans yeah and i'm like god i cannot wait for y'all to be told how fucking wrong you are and that it's just arceus chilling up there yeah and he just has those little cronies so i this this is more of an exploration easter egg than anything right now as far as i know but uh there's a point where you can go into like a cave and there's like a cave painting of like there's the reggies on there and like Mesprit or whatever is on there, and there's a bunch of different legendaries, and it's just chilling in this cave, and you can hear these like weird noises in this cave. So I see that, and I'm like, I wonder how many they actually put in. I I have not looked at the whole Pokemon list because I want to be surprised at least some things, but uh, I I know the Sinnoh legendaries are gonna be in this game because they're they're not gonna miss that opportunity. Yeah. Um, and because Twitter spoiled me on Giratina's theme. I don't know where he is or where you can catch him, but his theme slaps. The remix is great. The music in this game music is, is amazing. amazing. When it plays. Yeah. That's my one of my biggest gripes is there are times where I'm walking and nothing, and I'm like, come on. Like, I, Breath of the Wild, it worked. This game, it does not. Yeah. yeah I need that music, because when it plays, I feel invested. When it's not playing, I'm, like, I'm so bored, even though I'm, like, catching Pokemon. And another thing, too, is, like, this game, you can, ve- like, you can clearly see... Game Freak has no idea what they're doing in an open world mentality. To me, if you want to go past this, the next game, just Game Freak and Monolith. Dude. Making a game together and have Game Freak focus on the Pokemon shit and Monolith work on the open world and like all that kind of stuff. Like I think it'd be so good because then Game Freak wouldn't have to say, well, we have we only have this much time and can only dedicate to this. And this no, we can just focus on the Pokemon and all that shit they can focus on the open world design and like the exploration and everything else because the xenoblade 2 especially does that really well yeah you know i hate complimenting that game (laughs) um but like yeah i think i i think this is because my thing a lot of people like to say this where it's like oh yeah pokemon's on the right track like no no no, they're not yet it's what the next game does yeah exactly and i i feel like there's some weird conspiracy where they don't want this to do well because uh, Garrett and um, a couple of other people that I know were trying to find it at Walmart because Walmart are, always sells brand new games at 10 bucks less than everyone else. Yep. And uh, Garrett pulled up the app. He was trying to find it for a couple of days, and he was like, every Walmart in the state of Tennessee is out. And I was like, that's so weird because every time I buy Pokemon, I usually go to Walmart because I get eight quintillion copies. But um, at least on the eShop, it's number one in, like, 
10 different countries. It's like number one everywhere. Yeah, like it's it's big. And uh, if they go back to that stupid top down bullshit now. Well, not even just the top down bullshit. Just like case in point, bro. You cannot take sprinting away from me. Yeah. You cannot take that away. I will be very upset if I have to leisurely walk everywhere. I like the ride Pokemon. Keep that around. But no, you cannot take sprinting from me. Like, you've given it to me, and if you take it away, I'm done. Yeah. I say as I'm probably going to pre-order the next fucking Pokemon game. <laughs> no, but, like, this is... I wonder, because they're treating Legends like a spinoff. And that's what scares me. But Well, well they're treated like a spinoff, but also a main title. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you look at the main entry lists on all the websites, Legends is on it. Yeah. And I wonder if this means, like, we're going to get... Because they're probably done with the, uh, I hope, they're done with the whole, like two games situation yeah and they can kind of just say fuck it we're doing pokemon this version and it's just one game i know they're it's gonna hurt sales or whatever the hell the reasoning is i don't understand it's not why gonna because people are just gonna keep buying it there's just a handful of people that buy two versions every year but i i really don't see why they would stray from this formula now um we'll see and we'll probably see next year because these motherfuckers are on a yearly timeline and it's annoying yeah but um, I I'm very excited for this game, or like to see how it ends because so far, and we haven't even talked about even the other shit like the agile style and strong style. Like yeah. there's actually a lot of mechanics when it comes to the gameplay and like combat that are so interesting, and it's like oh I like this, and then there's times where it's like man fuck you why why is there a limit on what I can carry in my bag? Yeah. Have you? Well, I don't know if you've found this guy yet. Yeah, he he talks to you and is like, "You can pay me money." Yeah, and I've I've paid him probably three thousand pokey bucks just to get a substantial amount of space because I'm in a new area now. I need it. Yeah, that and abusing the uh, the monster hunter item boxes is really gonna help. That's the thing too is like a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's like Breath of the Wild." It's like Breath of the Wild had a weird like incestuous baby with monster hunter monster hunter rise specifically yeah, like i again i like this game i really do but there man dude there are times where i'm like fuck it's 2022 yeah why is that staravia flapping its wings at two frames per second yeah it's the draw distance on some of the animations is weird but i've noticed that once you get like closer to some of the pokemon there's a lot of new animations which they said is why sword and shield suck dick which lie yeah um but a lot of it so far has just been great the draw distance isn't good but like the graphics especially are it's something you have to get kind of used to especially if you're playing like i was playing on the tv and it's it actually is like hurting when i like look at it i'm like uh okay but um yeah there's a lot of weird like lens flare effects and fog at the same time in some areas and it's just kind of weird the ground <clears throat> like how shiny the ground is is annoying yeah um i came across some broken geometry once oh it great. was like uh it was just one point of the grass texture just like in a cone sticking out of the ground and i was like what the fuck is this and yeah. then i walked over it and it let me walk through it and i was like oh i'm a hacker <laughs> it it's yeah, it's one of those it's like a game where it's like again it steps in the right direction but man like this game could have been great i don't know i don't know how long this game had in the development time but like 
Breath of the Wild was good because Nintendo had to really make it good. Like yeah, they took the to. whole Wii U's life cycle to make that one. And it's like Breath of the Wild is game of the year winner and one of the best games on the Switch. And now we have Legends Arceus, which again, Pokemon's going to sell regardless of what they do. Unless they just really make a game that just doesn't work. Yeah. But the it, it's, it's so bittersweet because I, I love this game. I really do. But I'm looking at it and going, bro, like this could have been tightened up. This could have been like taking a little, like a little bit more time here. Um, I love the the fight animations. Those are changed up enough that like I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like some of the new things. Like there's a drowsy instead of fully falling asleep, so you can actually get hits in if your yeah, Pokemon I, is cool enough with it. Or like I, I think like it, that is like what is the ice one now? It's not frozen. Frostbite. Yeah. So like. They're doing, they're changing some things up that I'm like, okay, these are, this is interesting. This is good. Um, like, I love too that, like, because this game is so catch oriented, mm-hmm. your pasture doesn't have a fucking end. You just keep catching Pokemon. Yeah. And even if you get, like, a shitload of, like, skitties or whatever, you can just, like, release them and then you get rewarded for releasing so many Pokemon with these little stat boosts. Which is amazing because you never have to breed anymore. Mm-hmm. You can just stat boost whichever Pokemon you want. The experience candies are back, which are good. Um, Shinies are exponentially easier to find. I haven't found one yet, so I in the first area I found a shiny Pichu, and nice. uh, there's a, a mission that you get for a shiny Ponyta. Um, and then I saw a shiny Gumi in one of those. There's a shitload of Gumis out there. Be careful. But uh, he ran away like a bitch, so mm-hmm. I didn't get him. That's another thing, too, is I like how some of these Pokemon will look at you and go, no, 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 but then someone will be like, hey, yo, what's up? Hell no. Like, I, I remember when I finally got a Geodude, I was like, oh, whatever, because every Pokemon at this point had just been running from me, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Then Geodude was like, hey, yo, square up, fool. Ready to throw the only limbs that he has. Yeah, like, and like, at that point, my, my Oshawott was fainted, so I had nothing to fight out, because I had... I had st- Starly and and uh, Shinx that I was using as my actual team. Everything else was just there because it auto generates into your team. But like, yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, there's a thing later on where um, I think it's only when you revisit areas, but some of the like first stage evolution Pokemon will become alphas as well. So I was just you know walking around and I saw a Ralts and it turned around and its eyes were red and it did like the red streak thing and I was like I gotta catch you. I like that catching alphas is also a good way for experience. Yeah. Also another thing, evolution. In this game, you, it doesn't automatically happen. You just can say, "Do you want to or nah?" And you're like, "Yeah." So if you want the Pokemon to just keep leveling up, you can let them keep leveling up. Yep. And I think that's great. The uh the Eevees in this game are great too because you can just like when you're out mining for the stones to make Pokeballs, every once in a while if it's like a shiny like rock, it'll give you a um an elemental stone. So right now I have Flareon, Vaporeon, uh Jolteon and Glaceon so far. Nice. I need to are those in the key items or are those in like the regular item? Those just show up as like regular materials okay. in your bag. Cause that that's my thing is I'm like all the plates are key items so I'm like okay good, but then like 
I, I have yet, I, I just found out too, the spoiled apricot or apricorn mm-hmm. is something you can hit at a Pokemon with and they'll be like dazed. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. And then you can throw a Pokeball. Because I've just been pretty much, if I can't back smack them, I, I ain't about it. Yeah, right I, now. I generally try to do like a food they like, throw that to where they're like facing away from me and then back smack. But um, there's also a lot of like Easter egg stuff that I wouldn't have expected like uh, in Breath of the Wild, you pretty much just have the Korok seeds, but yeah. in this game, it's like um, you have the Wisps, which are essentially like Korok seeds. Um, they're unknown, hidden around the world, that are just kind of like blending into the scenery. Good to know. And they don't run from you because they're just like unknown. They just kind of chill there, so you can just peg them with a Pokeball, and then they're like insta catch. Nice. Um, and then later on, there is a. They don't have a dousing machine in this game, but you get a partner that helps you uh, search for things. Mm-hmm. And there's pretty much just like Ansem reports hidden around the world. <laughs> yeah, I think this game, if if they continue to build from this, I think Pokemon is, on, is in a good spot. Now that they have the groundwork for it, I think they can do all the things that people are having gripes with much easier. Well, it's, it's one of those things where like, that's why, like, again, as someone who who loves platinum. I like platinum because it fixes diamond and pearls problems. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not saying give us legends, RCS EX, but like whatever your next game is, you can look at what didn't work and what worked with legends and go, cool, let's fix that. And I just hope this isn't a side game. Yeah, me too. Cause if the next game comes out, it's just traditional gyms and everything else. Like I'm cool with gyms. Sure. But like open world it, like let me experience the way and like do what the anime does, by the way, in case you didn't know if you, if you, uh, Watch, I think it's Journeys, their whole red anime, that six-episode thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gym leaders have sets of Pokemon to use depending on what gym badge you have. Yeah. Because they're figuring, oh, you are you only have one gym badge? You're probably a novice. Mm-hmm. And they'll just pull out the team for that. Could you imagine that? Like, like now it's like, oh, I'm doing the ice one first. And they have, like, a Glalie, or not Glalie, uh, like, Snow Runs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, one other thing. And then, like, if you fight them last, it's Frost Last, Obama Snow, like the hyped up ice team yeah and like oh that's sick that's what i want to see is is these because again there was a lot of small fixes that actually go a long way in this game that i think okay keep those in and i i'd say the next game work on the graphics Mm -hmm. mainly and then kind of keep everything else the same because again i'm cool with pokemon reusing things they've always done it i don't see why they should they should stop now but Definitely, and I mean definitely. Focus on tightening this like this style up, and even if you want to do like the OG Pokemon games again, mm-hmm. just keep putting Legends out. Like, let us yeah. know that like Legends is not dying. We're gonna keep making them, but in between, we'll have the traditional Pokemon game. And if it is that stupid chibi art style, sure. As long as I know I'm gonna get Legends. Yeah, for sure. I, at this point, what I'm really hoping for is some kind of, like, story DLC for this game that really does, like, all right, here's all the legendaries we didn't put in before. Yeah. Hmm. Excuse me. Um, but, no, I I, I want to see what they do, because Sword and Shield had the two, two expansion packs, so I would say, for this one, you can do more. Yeah. And then... Screw it, you can do a a Pokemon Legends Suicune, Pokemon Legends Mew, like whatever you need to do. 
for these other ones to kind of be like, hey, see this? Like, this is the history of this region. Because I think it's it's really cool to see a character and you go, oh, I know I know who you're related to. Yeah. You're like, ah, I got it. Like, who's the, by the way, who's the professor related to? Because that's, I think, the first n- new character where I'm like, I don't think I know who you are. I can't really tell. Like, he doesn't seem to look like anybody from... You know yeah. any of the Gen Four stuff. The so the protagonists are very clearly just Don and Lucas, but yeah. it's it's like by the way, it's a I think it's a play on their on their Japanese names, because Don's name is like uh, Hakiri, mm-hmm. and in this name it's Akiri, <laughs> and I'm like ah dropping the H, got it. Yeah, but I cannot wait for the story to come by because I want to see more of this like. I want to see what they like how the legendaries play into the thing, the fucking rift in the sky you fell out of. Yeah. Okay, can I talk about my, my reaction to that? Is I literally sat there, controller in hand, and said, Oh, it's a fucking isekai. <laughs> and all, I kid you not, was so tempted to turn the fucking game off. Because it, it, I'm like, fuck. It's exactly like that one anime where it's like you can bring one item into the isekai world and the guy chooses his phone. phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, I was so upset. Like, I kid you not. Like, for those, I guess, not that I probably talked about it here, but I do not like Isekai. Mm-hmm. Like, on principle, I just refuse to watch them. I don't like this the, that content. Thankfully, this is very easy to forget that you're in an, you're an Isekai protagonist until they say, oh, yeah, you fell out of the fucking wormhole in the sky. And I'm like, all right. But uh, the game's fun, so I'll allow it. <laughs> but no, I, I was legitimately upset. But I'm like, fuck, it's an isekai. What I want to see is them to do this, like, in, uh, fuck, what's the name of that region? I want to see him do it to Gen 5, but in falls through the hole. Oh, so we're in? Yeah. Oh, that's that'd actually be kind of cool. Because, um, well, you know damn well, in would have been all in on the, like, Pearl Clan's whole thing. If we don't use Pokeballs, that's disgusting. Yeah. And I, I love that, by the way. I wish I wish she would have gotten more upset about it, where she's like, my Glaceon and me are like <laughs> sisters. So we're going to beat you. And I'm just like, bitch. <laughs> Hyper Beam. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the animation yeah. for Hyper Beam? Yeah, bro. My my, uh, my my favorite is Nate Wants to Battle. One of the things I saw on his, on his Instagram, he posted a TikTok or whatever. And it's it was Cricketune. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, he dilly whooped my ass. And it was just Hyper Beam just fucking ransacking it my favorite thing right now is um i've been like grinding on this snorlax that i have named grimblow and uh he's like a towering motherfucker with maxed out health so he's got like 400 500 health so anything that hits him it's like one little chip off the bar yeah and then he just looks down and hyper beams them into the earth and it's amazing i again that's why i love a lot of these like seeing aqua jet for the first time like actually be a fucking like powerful move yeah also what makes it funnier is i when i found out i could move around while fighting i was like ooh, and i jumped in front of a fucking move (laughs) and i got my ass like just thrown back i was like oh shit you can get poisoned as a trainer too yeah which is crazy that that's something so cool to me is like the ability that like you can move and see the field you don't have to just stick to the same shit and watch your characters sit there. Mm-hmm. One, one of the fights with uh, with Dawn's character, I just stood by, beside her. It's like, hey, look at my shit rocking your shit. <laughs> you see that? That's why you, that's what that's why your Pikachu hates you. It's also nice because it's like if you're not doing well, you can just back up slowly and then choose the run option and get a little head start. Bro, I the I don't know if you saw, it, but right next to Cleaver's den, there was an Alpha uh, Scyther. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll be fine. Went in, level 45 went, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, and because he's an alpha, he moved first. Because I didn't catch him by surprise. And dude, ro- and he moved twice. I want to put that in perspective. He killed my Pokemon. I sent another one. He moved again. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. I'm at the point now where I'm getting into like the level 65, 70 uh, alphas. And since I can traverse more, I can get to more areas. So a lot of them are like... Insanely good Pokemon. Have you have you gone into the like wormhole things, like the the big purple clouds yet? Yeah, I've done a couple of those. Um, So is that one you're literally just running around and hoping to God you don't die? I kind of because Pokemon will spawn like automatically sensing you like three at a time. Um, But for every different area, there's different Pokemon that'll spawn. So like in the first area, uh, I can't remember who spawns in that one. But um, most of the time, I'm in the second area when they happen, and it's all, like, Porygon and, like, sometimes some ghost Pokemon. Um, Like, some of the more weirder things, but also the nice thing about those is if you can get in there and avoid being attacked, there's a bunch of good items laying around on the ground that spawn. So you get, like, the uh, the red, green, blue shards, um, some evolution items, um like the link cables can spawn in there and then there's like the uh the power drives or whatever um but they're really cool yeah this game is good if i again it's one of those things where i don't know if you should spend 60 on it but if you're a pokemon fan i think this is a good step in the right direction um because yeah there's a lot of good here uh there's still a lot of bad but I'm 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 willing to look past a lot of the bad because of how good I'm ha- like how much fun I'm having. Yeah, I from my position, if you're like me and you just hate the direction Pokemon's been in for the last couple of years, I would say it's worth the sixty. Um, but I'm a physical guy, so buy it physically if you can, because it's a it's a nice case with good art. I need to get the case because yeah, I bought it digitally because I was in Kentucky and I'm like yeah, fuck it. Yeah. So I'll probably get a physical copy when I'm bored and like, you know what? I deleted it off my switch. Might as well get the physical one now. Yeah. So apparently it's only six gigs. Really? Yeah. I looked at the eShop page and it was like, how big is your download? Six gigabytes. And I was like, that's then, then crazy. My, fu- my fucking Wi-Fi at my cousin's house is shit. Cause it said 36 hours. Jesus. And it didn't, it didn't download that long, but it took a while. And I wonder if it's just because of how many fucking people were in that house connected to that Wi-Fi. Because it was just like, Jesus. That's true. And the, the eShop servers were probably, or probably have been since then, pretty slow because yeah. of all the people trying to download that specifically. But yeah, I also like a little, little uh, nod to the opening is it's Arceus mm-hmm. saying, what's up? How you doing? Give me your phone. You're my boy now. <laughs> <laughs> just literally like, yeah, uh... I'm taking you out of your world and moving you here. Why? Eh, collect all the Pokemon and come find me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bruh. The next area that I go to is the one with the rift. Nice. So I'm trying to like go around and grind my Pokemon up just in case some shit goes down. But um, I'll get into an area and just get completely lost because I'm like, oh, how many Pokedex entries and upgrades and stuff can I get in this area this time? By the way, that was so confusing at first was wait how do i upgrade my my shit and i'm like okay so catch a starly without okay got that and i'm like trying to, i'm trying to do the way the game told me which was 
catch a Starly. Hey, uh, Weasel, you need to see him use Aqua Jet five times. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to do that. And I'm like, fuck, and my Pokemon are getting higher level to where Oshawott stopped obeying me because he got level 11. And, and I was like, fucking hell. And so then I finally just was like, screw it. I just started catching Pokemon and then like backstabbing them or backstabbing. Um, Dark Souls yeah. backstabbing Oshawott. Hey, you can dodge. Like, there's <laughs> I, there's iframes to your dodge, dude. Yeah. Um, But I'm like... I'm just doing that, and then I went in, and I, I leveled up, and I'm like, good. And, like, I had so many different Pokemon that I had caught, where I was just like, oh, sweet. By the way, I love that, I love that that's the thing you get money for. Like, I've never run out of money so far. Yeah, that the loop is really good on that, and then it feels really rewarding when you rank up, because it's like you get, your yourself kind of gets experience points. Yeah. So that's, it's really nice. I'm ranked seven right now out of, like, ten. So, yeah. It's good shit, good shit. So, but yeah, um, anything, any closing thoughts on Pokemon or, uh, I mean, it, it's great. I've said a lot of things about it so far, but I just, I am in the same boat where it's like, I just want to see what they do next. Yeah. Because they have not built up good faith over the last couple of years and this is a good game and I don't think they want to make good games. I think they want money. Yeah. We'll we'll see how how it goes. I'm I'm excited, but yeah, cautiously optimistic. We'll see what happens. But uh, another thing I'm cautiously optimistic for is Halo. Uh, the Paramount Plus trailer came out. Looks pretty good, except Cortana. Yeah. Um, have you seen the memes of that one? Mm-mm. It is. It, people are saying it's the Sonic the Hedgehog for Halo. Oh no. Because she she doesn't really look like Cortana. Which granted, it they got the the actress, the actual actress who voices Cortana. Is playing Cortana, wow. so I'm like, okay, good. But you didn't get Steve Downs to voice Master Chief. Got it. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely and they they've outright stated this is not going to be canon to the main timeline. We're calling this the Silver timeline, so it's going to be its own canon, its own universe. So we're not shackled to anything. We can kind of tell the story we want to do. That's I'm nice. like, good. Thank you for telling me up front. But also, um, why didn't you use any Halo music in the trailer? Yeah, they use I can feel it coming in the air tonight, but like a remix, like a slowed down epic remix like trailers do. And I'm like, you have Halo. Some, of the, some of the best music like, in gaming history. Dude, could you imagine how sick it would have been if you're watching the show and you just hear dude like a black screen with just some text and then that fucking guitar kicks in oh I'd, i'd be so hyped and it's like and you just see him like like match you step up yes and no instead it's it's the which granted it still looks good like the action scenes actually look kind of cool the covenant looks sick like the elites they should they, sh- they showed off i was like oh okay this looks pretty good um it still somehow looks like also at the same time being pretty good also like an ign april fool's day trailer yeah, I, my biggest thing with that is like everything that I've seen so far looks so close to how it looks in game that it doesn't feel official, which yeah. is weird to say. Well, yeah, because we've been burnt so far by like, oh, <coughs> this is the live action version. It's so fucking different. Yeah, I'm like god dang it. But yeah, no, I I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. I'm wondering also, is he gonna take his helmet off in the show at all? <laughs> it's just Halo. Well, fuck. Have you seen episode five of the man? Uh, the fuck. Yes. Dude, he goes to a Halo. <laughs> I saw that and I'm literally I'm literally sitting here going, fuck. You literally like, bro, you literally just doing Halo. <laughs> he got the plasma sword, he's going to the Halo. <laughs> like, which probably episode five of that was sick. 
Right. Like I, I just kind of sped through the first four, and I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, like I didn't hate it, like everybody else seemed to have. But then episode four or five drops, I'm like, oh fuck, dude. As soon as that episode started, well, it was like the day it came out. Trevor sent me a text, and he was like, hey, have you seen the new Boba Fett yet? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not really itching to watch Boba Fett right now. It's like, you know, just when I have time. And he's like, watch it now. And I was like, fuck, okay. And uh, as soon as he, like, walks through that meatpacking plant, I was like, oh, oh, my God, it's Mando. <laughs> Dude, I, I also love, and I saw this on TikTok today, I just love when Mando and Boba are together because they have some funny scenes. And my favorite is um, Bill Burr's character. I'm like, oh, I thought you were some other guy. And then <laughs> down walks Mando, and it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boba Fett as a character, like, again, I understand what they're going for because he's, again, a older Mm-hmm. The problem is that we didn't get to see him be the younger Boba Fett, who's like a killer. Yeah, so that's that, true. That's kind of the problem is that we're now seeing the aftermath of all the cool shit, and now he wants to be like a leader. And I like that they're like, all right, fuck, we need Mando. My biggest thing right now is Fennec Shand kills the Sarlacc, and that feels like a huge slight to me. <laughs> yeah, I like Fennec Shand's character, and I like Ming Wen as an actress. She's great. She's awesome. Chun Li. Street Fighter movie. I don't care. Like, that movie's shit. She was great. Um, she's great in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. too. Like, I, I like when she's in stuff. And then, knowing that she's she was in, you know, Mando, and now she's the one of the main characters in, in Boba Fett, I was like, good. I want to see more of her. Yeah. But not at the expense of Boba. You want to know what I want to see more of that was in, like, two seconds of this episode? BD1. BD! <laughs> Why yeah. was he there? Bro, what got me is a, a TikTok a TikTok I saw, because after I watched the episode, I was going to do TikToks. One of them was Cal Kestis looking. The Once Upon a Time in no, Hollywood. No, it was it was him. It was it was it's the Jay Schlatt clip, and it's this guy in a Cal Kestis. He goes, look, there he is. It's, it's my, my favorite, favorite white boy. boy. <laughs> and BD runs up, and I'm like, fuck, dude, when are we going to get Cal Kestis live action? My favorite one was seeing uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio and the Lazy Bull going, oh, oh. <laughs> And uh, I think they're trying to test the waters to see, okay, do people want to see this in live well, action? not even just that. I feel like this is a, a slight of going, hey, y'all remember him? He might come back this year. Yeah. Because like, they, they seem to time these up pretty well. So with Jedi Fallen Order 2, which I hope is still Cal Kestis. If they do a new character, I'll still buy it. But it like, has to be Cal. Yeah, I want this to be his, uh, his series. I want them to... It would be great if he went to Tatooine in this game. I feel like that would be a great location... There wasn't really a big desert area in the first. No, yeah. It was, I mean, Dathomir was kind of a desolate well, place. But... Dathomir was desolate in, like, the witchcrafty doom way. Like, yeah. Like, we didn't get, like, sand. But I just, I'm going to be real. As much as there's a lot they could do in the sequel, I just want to see Cal and Marin do cute shit. Yeah, like, amen to that. I'm, I'm over here like, I, dude, great combat, all this shit. Fuck all that. I want to see Calamaran be adorable as shit. And if I don't get it, I'm going to be kind of mad. I, I would love to see them interact in live action, too, because the characters look exactly like, yeah. like their actors in the game. So I'd, like, say, I'd say if, if your plan is, like, let's let's say, like do this as the last Jedi Fallen Order with Cal, or the last Jedi game with Cal, and then say Disney+, Plus, Marin and Cal, and their merry band of adventures in space. I'm like, good, do that. And then Jedi 3 can be a new protagonist. Yes. I because th- I think it works. Like I like how, or just have the third one. Just be like, all right, you make the protagonist. Because now you can be any alien you want to be. You can be any, like, fuck it, be a Wookiee with a lightsaber. 
Like, could you imagine, like, picking a Wookiee and just being strong as fuck? That would be like, great. Like, you get a lightsaber, but you also get, like, a fucking grapple move where you just throw a guy. I would love that. Being able to choose a different race in a Jedi game. Speaking of which, um, so you have seen every episode yes. of Boba besides, well, I guess there isn't one since then. Yeah, well, but, I'm um, caught up. I think the next one comes out tomorrow. Mando is going to be the next Mandalorian Jedi. Absolutely. I am so excited, whatever the fuck they do with him. Yeah. Because I think it's going to lead into a Mandalorian thing. Like, and man, all they have to do is sit there and go, just give me a line that just says, where Mando goes, I won't be defeated like Mandalore the Great was to Revan, and I'd be like, oh, motherfucker. Dude, they, there's so much potential right now. The whole, like, middle part of that episode is, man, I wish somebody would teach me how to use this Darksaber, and he knows one guy that can specifically do that. So do you think they'll bring in Sebastian Stan to do Luke, like they've been saying? Either that, or... Because when does this take place? This is... Oh, no. This no, is past mind. He's not, Return of the I Jedi. He's not alive. I was going to say fucking Maul. Dude. But he's not alive. That would be crazy. <laughs> Bring him back again. <laughs> he's got spider legs again. He's been cut in half again, but down the middle this time. <laughs> he's just like a quarter Maul. The other half is just robot. <laughs> no, I th- I think it'd be cool if they like... That's some way they can tempt him because, like, you have Maul's like Force Ghost, which I guess doesn't make sense because Maul at this point isn't really a bad guy. By the end of his his arc, he's just kind of done. Yeah. So I I don't want to bring Maul back for no reason. I do want them to rehash that fight in yes uh, the Obi Wan series and keep it the fucking same. Yeah. I don't want to see flips and shit. I want it to be that the just that cinematic samurai bullshit. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I also want to see Liam Neeson return as a Force ghost because that was the one big plot thread left hanging at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I... Look, I just want to see Hayden Christian back as Vader. Dude, I, I just want to hear him yell more. Well, that's the thing. is like I actually think he's a pretty good actor because like other movies he's done, he's been pretty good in. There, Some of them are just shit movies, but like... I think if if this man can come in and somebody who's a good director, who's really good with actors, can work on their strengths, could you imagine if we get a Hayden Christensen who's more methodic and someone who's a bit quieter? Because when Hayden Christensen was more quiet and emotive, he was the best. And that that's something that not a lot of people have really understood about the, the prequel trilogy to me, is that Hayden Christensen was doing what he was told to do. Well, every the, everybody was doing what they were told to do. Like it was literally George Lucas has said himself he does not like doing dialogue. Mm-hmm. He's bad at it, and you see that with every single character telling you what they're gonna do. Yeah, telling you the plot that's happening, saying they sense something, saying like you didn't. You don't get like the cool like, like. Could you imagine if we got a moment like in? Oh, you haven't seen Spider Man? Fuck. I, I have. Oh, you have? I forgot to mention Fuck. that. Okay, we're going to talk about that too. I went to see it like no. two days ago. Okay, so spoilers for Spider-Man. Uh, pause for like five seconds, I guess. I don't know. Or listen, I don't care. Um, Could you imagine a, a Jedi scene like the one in No Way Home where Peter realizes the goblins there? Dude. Could you imagine a, a Jedi like just looking up and like trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on? And like, show me the force in cool ways. Yeah. God dang it. Like, look, I like... The fact that the Jedi of the, the olden days could just do all these twirls and flips because they, they're that good. But, like, could you imagine if someone who just doesn't have a lightsaber can show off force powers and be the 
dopest motherfucker there. That's why I liked uh, Jedi Fallen Order so much, is because they do a good job of showing you like Cal feels something. He like gets this force vision and giving it from like Cal's perspective about how it happens to him and seeing all the little force waves in the air and everything. That was great. And if they translate that into like cinematography, I'm I'm really going hard on the Obi Wan stuff because that's what everyone in our generation is looking forward to right now. But I'm, like, I'm looking forward to the the Soga show because that's gonna be the Rebels sequel we didn't get. Yeah. So I'm cool with that. But yeah, Obi Wan is the one I think everyone is like hyped for. Can you just imagine he's like going about his day in like Tatooine, just buying like groceries or something, and then everything around him is just black. And he feels like something is wrong. Just turns around and there's Vader. Or Dude. or no, imagine not even Vader. It's Hayden Christian in the burnt makeup, like looking at him. Not saying a fucking word, but like giving him any like Obi-Wan's like, stop haunting me. That like would be shit. horrifying. Oh, it'd be so fucking oh my gosh. I'm gonna stop hyping myself because I know if I do, Obi-Wan's not gonna be as good as I want it to be. Cause I'm gonna overhype my shit to the point where I'm like, fuck, they didn't do what I wanted. Well that that I, I understand where you're coming from because that's how I felt about Boba Fett. Yeah. But then Mando showed up and I was like, okay, everything's fine now. Well, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I think in hindsight, I think Mando would have been great as a Ben show because, yeah, with you, with you having to wait week by week, you're like, man, this isn't really, this isn't that good. Man, I'm not really having fun. Is it one more episode? Or are they doing, is it six or? Uh, I think it's, I want to say eight, but it could be six. Either way, the next episode is going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I think... Th- again, I get why. Because I want people to stay and not just watch it once and then exit out of Disney+. Plus. But ba- Book of Boba Fett definitely was, was like, you need to binge this one. Because one, cause by the time you binge four episodes, you're like, fuck, am I going to keep going? And then episode five, you're like, fuck, yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if... Because if it's eight episodes, the first four could be build up and the last f- like four could just be like hype. Mm-hmm. And I think it would work really well. So we'll, we'll see. I um I wanted to ask you about a theory that I saw online that uh you know Mando doesn't really have a ship where he can carry bounties anymore. Um, he just has like the one little extra pod for someone. Um, do you think that he'll turn into like a Jedi Seeker kind of character, where he goes and finds Force sensitives to be trained? Maybe, but I I really think he's gonna be more tied to Mandalorian stuff than like Jedi stuff. Yeah. Like, he has the Darksaber because he's the owner now, I guess, so someone has to kill him to get it. But I I want a point, like, to me, what I want is a moment where he's getting beaten for, for the Darksaber. He just says, fuck it, throws his helmet off, and just goes ham. Because, mm-hmm. like, to me, that'd be the coolest shit. And, like, or, like, he drops all his armor, and it's just him in, like, a fucking, like, vest or whatever, and he just goes in with, like, force powers. Like, he learns how to do it, he's just not sure, but then, like, he feels the force, he gets in it, the emotions go, and you see it. I think that'd be cool. But, also, who knows? Yeah. One one gripe that I had with that episode is the armor was a complete bitch, because <laughs> she's like, did you take your helmet off? And he's like, yeah. She's like, alright, you're not a Mandalorian anymore. He took it off in front of the foundling. Like, it's not like he was just like, hey, everybody, look at my dope-ass face. Did you see the thing that Sam Witwer retweeted? No. Sam Witwer is the voice of Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And he tweeted out saying, hey, that armorer, some horns on that helmet. Yeah, Death Watch. And, and people were like, you remember, remember who else had horned Mando helmets? 
the fucking mall people. Mm-hmm. And he was like, because people were saying, like, you're not a true Mandalorian. And people were like, what do you think of this? And he goes, hey, she speaks truth. And I'm like, oh, Dude. fuck. <laughs> I, I mean, he looks exactly like the guy. Put Starkiller in the canon somewhere. That's the thing to me is, like, I would love to see Starkiller made canonized. Obviously, nerf the fuck out of him. Yeah, but, of course. But, like, make him a cool, like, Sith-turned-Jedi story again. Like, cause I think it'd be, I think it'd be a great foil for Cal yeah. in a Fallen Order 2 where it's like, oh, he's Darth Vader's apprentice and it is the secret apprentice plot line, but this time it's, you're playing the other side of it. And so he's the bad guy, but you can see the change happen every time you meet him as Cal or then you, you force the two together. Of like we have to complete this mission. We're both going to die and have, have those moments of like, you know, he doesn't like people say like Vader doesn't care about you. All this other stuff. And he's like, he's my master. I can't do that. Whatever. I think it'd be cool. I just also just want to see Starkiller and Canon because I have such a love for Force Unleashed. Same. It's, it's Devil May Cry Star Wars. Yeah. So like it's it's one of the coolest fucking games to play. It doesn't make any sense like force power wise because it's just like, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. But, like I have I have the Force Unleashed like novel. And they do a better job of kind of going, okay, this is how it works. And I think you could still, like, <clears throat> abridge that story and make it fit into canon without all the insane force power stuff. So they wouldn't have to change too much. But Because I mean, now you kind of have, I think you have to change the how the Rebels formed. Yeah, but like, definitely. But I think you can easily have Galen Merrick or Starkiller come in and be this excellent written character and played by our boy, Sam Witwer. Yeah, because he... If Literally anyone deserves him. to be in Star Wars, it's that guy. He's voiced so many characters. He's such a nerd for Star Wars that I want to see this man be brought to live action with Starkiller. Absolutely. Like, I th- dude, I would lose my shit if I'm watching a Disney Plus show and all of a sudden you see our, you see Sam Witwer just show up and I'm like, whoa. And he pulls out a fucking red lightsaber. I'd lose my fucking mind. What I would like to see is they redesign his, like acolyte armor with the helmet and then you know whoever it is your main character in whichever series you're watching is fighting this guy for the whole episode and at the end of it he takes it off and you see who it is that would be such a great reveal but before we go we have about 30 minutes left we need to talk about spider-man do we need to talk about spider-man or bungie (laughs) Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I Bungie, think, I think we can do a Spider-Man episode. Yeah, that's true. We can um, do a whole yeah, but thing about that. We'll, yeah, we'll do a Spider-Man pot. Like be, be, be prepared for that one. Whenever that drops, uh, we'll do a Spider-Man podcast for no way home. since both of us have seen it. Um, but yeah, so let's, I guess real quick, or I guess real, real fast. what did you think of no way home? It was incredible and sad and happy and memes <laughs> I I have not I didn't think you could get me to cry at Andrew Garfield jumping down again. Yeah. But god dang it you did it. And when 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 MJ says are you okay? He's like, "Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good." And I'm like, "Oh." The thing that really oh, like fuck. <laughs> the thing that really got me was Doc Ock. Like yeah. fixing that chip for him and him being like, "Peter, I'm back." I was like, "Oh." My one of one of the things too was was uh was when Ock meets like Toby again, and he's like, "Peter, my boy, yeah, like, how are you doing? The best that I can." And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" That was such like a satisfying movie to every, watch, dude. Every like scene was just satisfying. 
Because you're like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I know this. Oh, that thing. And it's like, but it, nice, neat little bow. Mm-hmm. The one disappointing thing, though, <laughs> was at the end credit scene where you see Eddie Brock in the bar. I was so pissed. And he's like, all right, so maybe I need to go talk to this Spider-Man in New York. And he's like, yeah, just go. And then he's like, all right, let's go, Venom. And then poof, back. <laughs> we don't want to use this guy. Take him back. But we'll leave some of the symbiote. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, no, like, I get it, but, like, I would have loved Tom Hardy was the Venom of this universe, because he's a great actor. You give him great direction and great writing, and then, boom, he's way better. Yeah. Like, he's not a bad actor. Like, Venom is the way it is, because it's written a certain way. But he's a great actor, and he nails Venom for what it is. And there, there is still potential for him to come back, I guess, but... Um, maybe Multiverse of Madness just breaks the fucking multiverse, and they can, like backdoor it in that would be great because they they're always talking about how they have these walls built up around this specific universe and now those are very clearly breaking uh by the way when watching the movie did you see in the sky where it was like oh all the people that know about spider-man are coming through rhino and craven the hunter that was sick i i was like oh fuck where were those movies yeah i think they're coming now that peter has nothing <laughs> I've never been so happy to see someone lose everything in my entire life. Yeah. Because now I'm just like, he is literally, like, No Way Home makes the last two movies way more bearable for me. Because I, I did, I thought Homecoming was fine, Far From Home was better, but I was still just like, look, I, I get it, but please break him off from Iron Man. I don't want to see Iron Man shit anymore. Yeah. And now they're like, don't worry, this trilogy was an origin story. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Fuck. So it's good. So good. And like now they're going to do another trilogy. So I'm like, I'm in. Like yeah. the next Spider-Man movie, I'm like so hyped for now. Like, like it's all hyped for this one, but only because of Andrew and Toby. Like I was like, yeah, new Spider-Man. Cool. But I haven't liked Far From Home or Homecoming as much as other people have. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, dude, next Spider-Man, fuck MJ, Felicia Hardy, Black Cat. I need Dude, that would be that. awesome. Because guess what? He's graduated. He's an adult now. It can happen and not be weird. Go fucking ham. And the best part about that is Black Cat and Spider-Man can never work. So you can still have him go back to MJ because Black Cat doesn't like Peter. She likes Spider-Man. Yeah. And you can really focus on that to where when Peter's trying to figure out where he wants to go in life, like should he drop Peter, drop Spider-Man, Black Cat comes in and shows him that no, no, Spider-Man's great. That would also be a really good plot point for the next movie because now nobody knows who Peter Parker is. Yeah, like... And having someone that's solely just into Spider-Man would hurt him a lot. <laughs> well, it hurt him, but also in, like, kind of an abusive relationship way where he thinks it's great at first because, mm-hmm. like, oh, someone recognizes me because he's probably going to do that thing of, like, the duality <laughs> shift of, like, am I Spider-Man or Peter? Yeah. And now you can have Felicia Hardy. Fuck, fuck Sony, by the way. We're going to talk about Spider-Man. Um, but, like... It's, it's so fucking good. Like the, what the future of what this this series could do, uh, I'm I'm all in. I I want I want more. I want it fucking yesterday. I I need to see. I want to I want to see Craven. Me too. That's that's I and honestly, it's a good way to kill off Spider Man if you want to say fuck it, and have either Miles, Gwen, Silk, whoever be the next Spider person. I was fully expecting when he got the apartment to see like some letters on the table or something because like I really wanted to see some kind of allusion to Ben Riley. 
because like nobody knows who he is. He's not really the same guy anymore. That would have been such a good like little plot thread to follow. Well, like, oh, could you imagine if like the next movie opens up and it's like calling roll and you see Peter running through and then he goes, Ben Riley and he bursts through. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm late. I'm late. That, and, like, I would be so hyped for that, dude. And just sits down and it's like, all right, cool. And then people are calling him Ben Riley and he's like, why? And somebody who talks with Black Cat or somebody, why are you calling yourself Ben Riley? And he's like, well, I, you know, need a new name or something. Like, he's extra careful of like, no, no, people can't remember me. Mm. And Ben works as, what's Uncle Ben's name? Exactly. And uh, Aunt May's surname or maiden name. So, sure. so I'd, I'd say it works somehow. But like, I don't know. I, there's so much, there's so many ways I could do. I've gotten to the point now though, where have you seen people like, you've seen the memes of like, man, I'm so glad Spider-Man fans don't write these movies. Because everybody's making these like theories like Ned is Hobgoblin and well, what if Mary Jane has a kid that she named Peter and Peter now has a kid that he named fucking Tony or whatever. And I'm like, no, I need to stop. Yeah. This needs to stop. Very true. But <clears throat> Bungie. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll last minute it. Uh, my so, my thing with that is like... So I guess real quick, uh, Sony bought Bungie for $3.7 billion. Yep. Um, and it was like, obviously everybody freaked out going, this is them responding. They're responding to Activision. And it's like, no, it's it's not that. This has been in talks for a minute. Um, like I, I told you, I was like, I think this is Bungie's way of like, we need to get a fucking game out. And we can't seem to do that because Destiny's taking everything. Maybe if we can have some money that's not going right back into Destiny. Yeah. And uh, or some reason where they're like, we need to do something. And so they teamed up with Sony, which makes sense because they probably weren't too happy with Microsoft. Yeah. And uh, my biggest thing right now is that I'm looking at it in terms of what already exists. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, Destiny 2 is not going to leave Xbox for sure. And the only other Bungie games that I like to play will only ever be on Xbox so far. So what are they going to do next? I saw some people say, just say, fuck it, give them Killzone. Yeah, I and think that would work great. I think it would work great, but I think they have their, their IP they want to work on first. But right. I I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, on, I'm in the belief of just like... I don't understand. Like maybe this was just one way to kind of stick it to my... Because I don't know how long, realistically, because I've, I've heard conflicting information on how long this deal's actually been in play. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's definitely... I don't think it was Bethesda-driven either. I think this was... They were making a deal. They finally came to a conclusion, finally, and it just so happened to come up around the Microsoft stuff. <clears throat> so, I don't know. We'll see... We'll see where this goes, because, like, yeah, what... What is what is Bungie going to bring to the table? Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I, I, I wonder if they want to stick to, like, a first-person game again, because that doesn't seem to be Sony's bag. But... I mean, they. I think they would either do like a wholly new IP and go in a different direction than they've been going because they've pretty much always only done sci-fi. Um, so if they did like some sort of fantasy game, I would really like to see what they did with that. They and they definitely could, considering. I mean, look at Destiny as as like a lore perspective. It's definitely high fantasy in space. Exactly. So I think they could do it, but I wonder like what that's gonna be because like yeah, like you're saying like, do they stick to first person and do a first person shooter FPS exclusive or first person shooter FPS, whatever um, you do an FPS exclusive or do you let them go ham and just fund it? Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it, it, I saw a lot of comments of like people going like, look, this would have been cooler if the people who made Bungie what it is were still there. Yeah, that's true. 
my favorite meme was was somebody going PlayStation. It was like a, a shocked Pikachu face. It was like PlayStation when they spent three point seven billion just to find out Destiny Two is free on Steam. <laughs> I saw a uh, a comic on Twitter that was like uh, Master Chief welcoming Crash and Spyro to Xbox. He's like, "All right, guys, we're gonna have a great time. See you later. I'm out." <laughs> Which obviously isn't the case, yeah. but it's it's a funny, it's funny thing, thing to think, to think about. about. Yeah. Because, like, especially with how big Halo's gotten, like, if Bungie still somehow had the rights and they were just licensing it to Microsoft and then PlayStation buys it, no, 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 you can't license that anymore. That would that'd be the killer. You take their biggest IP that is known for the Xbox, that would have been the sucker punch. They would start the next state of play with Master Chief and Kratos doing, like, the Predator handshake. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you since Fortnite. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they were in that together. Yeah, Damn. around the same time, too. We still don't have a Nintendo rep. They, they've been talking about Samus for years at this point, and it feels like Prime is going to be maybe the perfect point, but I don't even know if they can anymore. Maybe. Who knows? I Whatever. Point is, the Bungie stuff's kind of weird, because like, I, I don't really have... Because I don't play Destiny. So from, from I haven't in a long yeah, time. Yeah, like, I haven't played it in a minute. I play... I play when expansions come out and play whatever single player stuff, but I don't actually play Destiny mm-hmm. like Landon does. So I'll probably just like kind of be like, cool, and then move on. Like this this wasn't like so like the Activision deal was big for maybe just because of like how much money that is and like all the IPs they own. Yeah. Like I don't really care. Like the Bethesda one was the big thing for me because I play their games a lot. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, that's actually interesting. Activision is like, I mean, cool, they have COD now, but like Unless you remake Tony, or unless you make Tony Hawk Pro Skater again, I don't really give a shit. True. Or make a good prototype game. But yeah, I mean, this, especially when we find out that they're still gonna run independently, and they've even said we're still gonna ship games multi-plat if we want to. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, what the fuck does that mean then? Like, are you gonna make us exclusive for Sony and then say, fuck it, here's a new game, but it's on everything? Yeah. So I wonder how that works. I don't know. We a lot of this stuff is like new to the gaming world like this generation has seen a lot of weird buyouts and things where it's like how is this really gonna work yeah and we haven't seen the results of that really yet i don't think we're gonna see him for a while um because there are a lot of long-standing deals that we're still not done with well like case in point bethesda like they haven't made a game under microsoft yet they just had games that were in development that Mm -hmm. microsoft said cool make exclusive but we haven't actually seen what a Microsoft Bethesda game is, and I don't think we will until Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, and we don't even know when the fuck that's coming out. Um, but I think we can get a glimpse of it with Starfield and Redfall and see how well those perform. Because um, if, if there's like not as many game breaking bugs as usually riddle a Bethesda game, I think that'll be a sign we're like, okay, Microsoft's putting some work in. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see. Um. I think we're going to see the, the start of this, though, with, and I think I told you about this, with Hellblade, Fable, and uh, Avowed, because those are three titles that were made under Microsoft mm-hmm. from studios they bought, whether it be, you know, Playground with a Forza, Obsidian, and everything else, and Ninja Theory. These are games that Microsoft funded and helped make, so they're exclusive because Microsoft was like, we're making these. Yeah. So if those games come out and are good and top tier like game design and work and are like pretty like good like eight nine ten across the board. I think that's gonna start showing people that Microsoft is here to play and they ain't gonna fucking they ain't fucking around. 
by far, I have the highest expectations for Fable. I actually have the highest expectations for fucking uh, Avowed. Like, Fable, I'm going to buy, and I hope it's good, but let's... I at least... I'm, I'm guaranteed to love the graphics of that game. Mm-hmm. And I'm very... Absolutely. I'm very... Like, dude, fucking look at Forza. <laughs> um, I'm very interested... We went and took pictures of actual goblins to make in this game. <laughs> So uh, we went to we went to England especially to, to take pictures of everybody's buck ass teeth. Oi, get the camera out of my face! So you're gonna see a lot of a lot of these buck ass teeth motherfuckers say Tuesday. <laughs> you wanna go get it? You wanna go chew something with me, bruv? Wanna go? You wanna go to? <laughs> I'm I'm so hyped for that game just because of how fucking stupid it's gonna be. Because like Fable is always the dumbest shit, and I'm so hyped for it. Yeah, I. uh this you doing that accent made me remember my favorite uh, arc in Twitter history was when uh, Twenty One Savage got deported from America back to England, <laughs> and there were all these tweets that were just like, "Oi, so you found out me secret, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is someone someone made like a a rap where they took his his raps and made them sound like an English person was saying them. It was so fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. 21. 21. 21. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was, oh, that was such a good like day for Twitter, for me at least. Absolutely. You know 21 was not having it. Of course not. All right, but I think uh, anything else on the Sony Bungie stuff? Or? I just need to see what they're going to do. Yeah. Because I have no idea what this means yet. <laughs> yep. So I'd say we've got we've got some time. Before then, um, and until then, we'll we'll just keep speculating and just wait and see. Because I think Xbox is going to have the first fruits of these buyouts, obviously, and yeah. uh, I think we're going to see them with all the studios they have bought over the years. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're gonna hopefully do. I don't know if we have time today, but we'll hopefully do a, a an actual No Way Home spoiler cast. Ooh, yeah, we gotta head and, out uh, soon. Yeah, and then we'll uh. We'll go from there. But thank you guys for listening, and as always, take it sleazy.